Tom Show with Darren and Justin. And a good Wednesday afternoon to you. And yes, it is time for the McFarland Show here on WNSR. Darren and Justin here with you. Strike and spare family fun center studio. Devlin is alongside Devlin. for the ride for the next two hours. Speaking of strike and spare, we'll be at the Tuscum location, which is just a couple miles down the road on Nolensville Road on Friday. Okay. Greg Pogue and John Burton will do their show from 9 until 11 in the morning, and then we will be there from 2 to 4 in the afternoon doing our show on Friday. So it'll be a lot of fun. Looking, Looking forward, forward to, to it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, what, what is your, um, what do you bowl? Ooh. Don't ask me that. Don't ask me that. I don't. Okay. That may not be something that's suitable for, for a G-rated audience. Oh, like wow. Do, can you get to 100? you break 100? Probably. Okay. Probably. <laughs> Ew. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Moving right along. <laughs> we'll find out, I guess. The question is, is my back going to be in good enough shape at the end of, you know, lifting and hurling a ball down the aisle for a little bit? So we'll see. Right after we got off the air, or about an hour or so? Yes. It is amazing the news that has been breaking as we uh, exit stage left. Mm-hmm. But it seems like that's the way the news cycle has been going around here of late. Yeah. Mike Vrabel, uh, the news came out about him firing his coaches right as we got off the air. Like as soon. Like within 60 to yeah. 120 seconds. Like they were waiting of for us, us signing off. Yes. To say goodbye. And then yesterday, a good hour or so after we were off the air, the Titans have named Rand Carthen mm-hmm. as their new general manager coming over from the San Francisco 49ers. Your thoughts? My initial thoughts is, uh, first of all, uh, it, it would seem they've got their ducks in a row on this one. And I, it's interesting to me that they have veered more towards the player personnel guy. And, and you know, so we can break down the difference. This guy, Rand Carthen, was more responsible for trades and free agencies and guys who are already in the NFL, looking at the waiver wire, looking at practice squads. Uh, he was that guy more than the college guy, um, you know, the traditional guy out on the road checking out every small college in America. He was in charge of, uh, you know, the guys already in the NFL. He was also in charge of the scout team scouting the next week. So, you know, the 49ers are playing the Eagles, but they got Buffalo next week. Guess who's not watching the Eagles? He's watching Buffalo. That's where he's watching, uh, trying to make sure that they are ready to go. So when they walk in the building on Monday or Tuesday morning, however it goes, he's he's there with the folder like, okay, here we go, guys. Uh, let's get you set because I've already been working on them for a week and a half or whatever. It, it is a guy that is very, very connected with what is happening right up to the minute in today's NFL. Not so much what is going on in college football, even though I'm sure he had some uh, connections there. But that player personnel guy, um, or you know, div- director of professional, director, director of pro personnel, pro personnel, the pro personnel. I don't even know what that. Honestly, I don't even know what that means. Well, no, it, well, the director of pro personnel. He's the director of guys who are already in the NFL. Right, I understand. He's not scouting. He's dealing with the guys on the roster. Correct? Well, not just on the 49ers roster, on every other roster in the NFL. Yes. yes. 
practice he, squads and all that. Yep. Because all the guys they were, I'm trying to think. Let me make sure. They were all well. I guess Quentin Harris was VP of player personnel. Again, I don't player personnel, pro personnel. You know, listen. A couple of assistant GMs. The 49ers did a good job a little while ago of uh, sitting him down. And, like, in a very short three-minute video, he explained exactly what his job did mm. and and all of it. Clearly, I haven't watched that. You video. have not watched the explainer video. Um, you know, it was uh, very short and to the point, And he explained exactly what he did. And you know, in a, in a couple of seconds here. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna send that over to Devlin, and we can play that on the air here. Uh, and 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 you know, we can have this man you know speak for himself as far as exactly what it is that he does or did or what he was responsible for or weren't or was not responsible for uh, with the San Francisco 49ers. There you go, Devlin. I just sent it to you, good sir. Um, and it's the first half of that video is where he explains it. If it plays an ad or whatever it plays. You know how it goes. Um, but it's also interesting that he is the son of, uh, of, a, of a former NFL player uh, who spent time with the New York Giants as a lead fullback. Maurice or Mo. Mo. Uh, so you, you're talking about tough, the New York Giants of this. Yeah, dad yes. was from the Bill Parcells. Yeah, show. yeah. Yep. Yeah, and ended up coaching. So, you know, overall, I think this is a he's got the experience. Um, you know, he's got the success I think people were looking for. He's paid his dues. You know, why not? You know, let's let's you know, I, I say let's let's give it a swing. I'm not gonna call well, it a home run, but because who knows? <laughs> who the, knows what he is? That could be the answer for anybody they hire because yes. we don't know. Um the one thing I do like is the fact that he's coming from a winning organization. Oh an yes. organization that has done a whole lot of winning for decades, okay? This is not, they're not a flash in the pan. They are an organization that is used to winning yeah. at a high level. And their dips are few and far between. Typically, they are constantly way up here. This mm -hmm. is radio. My hand is high in high the air. air. Yes. As opposed to way down here. And now his hand is below. Yes. Okay. Thank you for painting that picture. Just want to make sure people understand. I like the fact that he is coming from the 49ers. Yeah. They seem like. They are a well-oiled machine. Yeah. Now, that's the extent of what I know. I mean, honestly, I, I think what, to me, the first thing, if I'm just being honest, jumped out at me is I feel bad for Malik Boyd because Malik Boyd interviewed yesterday. He did. And within hours of his interview, or at least us being told his interview process was over, the announcement came that Rand Carthon was the new GM. And I'm just wondering... Uh, I wonder what he's thinking. Like, well, I, I, what was I really doing here? Uh, clearly, I think you'd already found your guy. Yeah. I don't really think I had a shot. Although, there was some discrepancy about that, because you remember there was a report that it had been narrowed down to three people, and then the announcement came uh, that it was going to be, you know, Rand Carthon. So, um, you know, and, and the three people were, you know, were uh, Cowden, Carthon, and Cunningham there mm -hmm. were the three people, and no Boyd was included. So whatever it is, you know, they didn't like Boyd, or Boyd didn't like them pretty fast, and they decided, all right, we already got our folks, and maybe we need to do another round, and maybe they said, you know what, we don't need to do another round. We're good. Let's go. You know what I was told? What's that? I was told that the Cardinals 
were set to hire Cuddingham. Interesting. And apparently in the negotiations behind the scene, I think he flexed a little bit too much. Mm. And that happens. And the Cardinals are like, mm, yeah, get Monty on the phone. Yeah, that's okay. Monty, um, you want to be the next GM? Yes. Okay. That's what I was told. That I don't, can happen. I, I mean, some, that, from someone I trust. Okay, that, that is not that is not unreasonable. That Cunningham at is all. set to be the Arizona GM. Yeah, and that he flexed behind the scenes on on negotiations for contract. Yeah, probably Bidwell family, not the team. Spanos yeah. Bidwell, right? Yeah. There's certain, honestly, uh, Kansas City Chiefs organization. I'm, I'm drawing blanks on that family. The Hunt family. Hunt family. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Hunt family. Uh, they, they don't. They don't. There are certain families in the league. I would say the Ford family. Certain families that have been, you know, only for a long time, not the best at, let's say, paying big bucks. Or yeah. they tend to go on the cheaper, the cheaper route. Yeah. And so that's what I was told that Cunningham was set to be the guy, and was told that the, he may have flexed behind the scene on negotiations. And they're like, "Yeah, get me money on the phone." Hmm. Well, I mean, good for Monty Austin for it. Sure. I mean, Absolutely. Tell you how ma- you can get it. It doesn't matter how no, you get there. It no. really doesn't. It's irrelevant. It's always like, well, I mean, I was their fourth choice. Who cares? Like, Nobody. if you get if you get to be a head coach, you know, head coach or general manager, whatever. Mm-hmm. However you, it comes and, down. And it's like, yeah, well, they had to go through all kinds to get to you. Okay. So, no. and. Here we are. And now is my, my chance. Here we are. Here's my chance to shine. Here's my chance to show everybody that I deserve this opportunity. Yeah. But. I wonder what Malik Boyd is thinking because yeah. I don't really think he had a chance. Doesn't feel like Probably it. Probably not, but you know what? That happens in the professional world it as well. It happens all and, the you time. You know, in every industry we yes. can think of, people conduct a series of interviews. You already scheduled the interview with this other person, even though you're 99% sure. Here he comes anyway. You have a cup of coffee. You talk. And then you figure out, unless this guy blows me I mean, away. Mind blown. Then I'm going with this other guy, but it'll be nice to meet him and go through the process, and you know that'll be that. We've all got. I mean, well, sure. I can't say I can't speak for everybody. I've got. If you have interviewed for more than one job, oh, yeah. you've probably gone through the process of when you got done with the interview, you're like, yeah, I have no, ch- I had no chance. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna. They, they must have been just checking a box for HR. Yeah, like I had no chance. I, I would just yeah. say right now, I've had that experience. Yeah. No chance. Yeah, I'm not going to get that job. And, right. I'm not getting it. And, and I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer. It's like I'm just speaking the truth. Yeah. Like I, I, can, I know what's real and what's not real. Sure. And I've, done, I've gone through it and said, okay, this is real. And then I've gone through it and it's like, nah, no chance. <laughs> no, not real. <laughs> Malik Boyd was like, you know, not probably not real. And here's my only thing. Yes to what you said, 100%. This goes on in all businesses. Okay? Sure. Every fashion of every facet of life, right? Mm-hmm. You you have had you've probably had that experience. Here's my only beef or complaint about it. Okay, that's fine. It happens. It's not a big deal. That goes on all the time. Mm-hmm. Let it breathe. Give it 24 hours before you let the news out. I mean, are we wanting the news? Yes. Yes. Yeah, sure. Selfishly, yes. Yes. For what we do, 100%. But let it breathe. Give it 24 hours before you announce. Like right now, would be a good time. Right as we come on the air, sure, would be a good time to let it out. Go ahead and announce that Rand Carthon shows is that the you next slept GM. on a little bit. Let you know that you let just it you breathe, know this was a tough, up. tough decisions. We thought about it and we woke up today and we're like, Eat your vitamins, said your prayers. Yeah. And it's like okay, had a couple cups of coffee yeah. and 
you know what? Ready I think two o'clock is a really good time. That's enough time to let it breathe. And now let's announce. You know, just but you know. like two hours after Blake Boy. That means uh, the decision was made, uh, and you know, here we are. a little bit. Like that's just not. It's just it's bad optics. I, I'm, I'm just well, going to tell you and the listeners. I had people reaching out to me, like going, "Why? Why would?" And I said, "Look, it. What we're talking about, it happens all the time. It does. But I do agree with you. Like it's bad optics." Let it wait till tomorrow. This was yesterday, right? Yeah. Wait till tomorrow, then get it out there. Yeah. But they, uh, they did they it the way made they did decision. it. And by the way, there were no other GM openings around. No. They it's not like you they know, weren't rushing to be. We got to get else. him, or else he's going to go to Seattle. Yeah. No, 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 he wasn't. There's no opening in Seattle, so there's, there's no opening. There's no opening anywhere. Yeah. So this is it. Let's go to Doug in Nashville. Doug, what's up? Doug. Hey, good morning. Uh, good morning. Good evening. Fellas. Good morning uh, or afternoon. I, I, I want to, you know, kind of say about the flexing part. I've been the recipient of a promotion where I didn't flex. The other guy flexed too much, and I was like, tag your head, you know. And then yep. I've also flexed too much, and I didn't get one. But yep. you have to know your value. So that's where I feel on that subject matter. Sometimes you can just be still and, and be the recipient. Sometimes you can, you know, act like Hulk Hogan, and the next thing you know, somebody's ripping your T-shirt off your back. So <laughs> I, I, I've done both. I've flexed and I've been still, but before you guys get way down the road, I want to, you know, kind of respond to something that you said, Mr. McFarland. Uh-oh. Like well, we got to be specific here. you got to be specific. You just can't say that okay, on this the show. Mac, the McFarland that referred to San Francisco being a strong organization, you know, got some uh, you know, stability. That so, would be uh, one, Darren. That would be Darren. That would be Darren. Yeah, 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 that would be yeah, D. McFarland in this case. Yeah, I know D. McFarlane, but I just want to make sure that I refer to you as Mr. McFarlane. But with that being said, and I just want to throw the Jake break real quick, throw to John Roberts, and look at how that turned out. I'm oh, to wait he's to saying that John Robinson also came from a very strong, stable well, organization. Technically, I, I, he was coming I, I, from Tampa, I, I, technically, when he was hired. That's yeah, but I mean, but, it, but his roots are, okay. you know, with the... the uh, uh, New England way, and we saw the New England way, the trading, uh, the the stifting of money. Yep, yep. It's the New England way. You know, I used to tell anybody, as soon as you started talking about money at New England, uh, just ask Rodney Harrison. You find yourself out of there. Yeah. It, it, you know, and so, not so. signing some of your core players to big contracts and things like that. Exactly. No, they, you know, they, they did that. Exactly. Bringing in a lot of veteran players, they did that too. Yep. So, you know, this if, is a... If, yeah. if you looked at the roster of who got paid, uh, New England was never in the high tier of what they paid people, but they did bring home hardware. So my thing is, let's just see where this general manager goes, what direction, and what he does. But uh, not to take anything away from you, Mr. McFarland, you're very professional. You said you have some inside sources on things. But uh, referring to a San Francisco 49er organization, and that's a good place to, to start versus what we just lost the dude that came out of a, a New England Patriot team or New England Patriot organization that has quite a few skins on the wall. And I do like the fact that flexing can win and flexing can get your feet. Mm-hmm. And they're done that. Got the teacher. I'll hang up a bit. All right. Thank, thank you, that. Doug. Always, look, that, that's probably the other point to be made. We've, we've all done the, the flex, and either it's worked in your favor or not worked in your favor or been the recipient, as he said, of someone – 
flexing behind the scenes. And then right. at, later on down the road, you find out, like, whatever happened with, you know, yeah. X Canada? I thought oh. I honestly thought I wasn't getting it. I thought they were going to get it. Yeah, well, they kind of... Yeah, they wanted they, too much money. They kind of demanded a little too much. They wanted the too much money, and we couldn't do all yeah. that. So, you know, yeah. we made a different choice here. Yeah. So if you've been in the game long enough, you've probably had... a all or most of the scenarios play it's out. a whole lot of different things <laughs> that can happen to you yeah, yeah. Uh, in the course of a, of a career you know or or even just going from job to job it doesn't really matter it, it can happen to every phase of life in every industry it really can yeah i mean look doug i'm not saying because he's coming from san francisco that that means oh this is a home run hire oh no i'm just simply saying if i'm without knowing because i'm just trying to be honest with you, Justin, sure. with Devlin, with everybody out there listening, I don't have a clue this is a good hire. I, d- I have no clue. No. And nobody does, okay? No. Nobody truly does. No, including the Titans. Yes, and, they and don't. Rank, and Rand Carson, he doesn't know he either. Does. He's never done this before. <laughs> he has no idea if he's going to be good or not. I mean, he, he hopes, I hope, I'm sure he's very confident. I hope he believes he's in himself. He's been preparing for this for a long time, yeah. I would think. But, he, but nobody truly knows. No. But if you're looking for, I mean, the last two stops that he's had, so the last... I don't have his resume pulled up front. I think the last six or seven years, he's been in L.A. with the Rams yes. and San Francisco with the 49ers. The Rams. Those are two. Yeah. You know, the the Rams have been very good in this window, right? Well, no. Well, they, not they the window. Jared Goff. No, 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 no. And... Not the window he was in. He was in the Jeff Fisher St. Louis Rams, L.A. Rams window. Okay. Not yeah. the McVay. Yeah, well, so that's they did get Jared Goff because they were bad. They, they did. I guess that yes, yes. But you know when the year they drafted Jared Goff, wasn't he the number one no doubt guy? Like who? There was nobody else in that draft you were going number one on. Like there was no debate. Well, they were the ones who one. traded with the Titans. Yes. To get the number one pick because they were looking for a quarterback. Right. There. Yeah. I mean, but there was nobody like you know jumping off the page. I remember from that particular year. Regardless, be that as it may, he was with the Falcons under uh, Mike, uh, the head coach of the Falcons. Um, oh, doggone it. Mike Smith, I want to say. Yeah. Mike Smith. Yeah. Mike Smith. Dimitrov was the GM. Okay. That's where he was when he began yep. as a scout, then moved on to Jeff Fisher and company under the St. Louis slash L.A. Rams. Uh, and then joined the 49ers in 2017 when uh, the Shan- Mike, you know, not Mike Shanahan, but Kyle Shanahan arrived in town and began taking over the 49ers. So that that's his journey. And of course, before that, a football player with the Colts, University of Florida. So you know, it's I'm just hoping he's learned a lot from Lynch, Shanahan. And all the people he's been around, Adam Peters, whoever that is, the assistant yeah, GM, the assistant GM who, who didn't turned take, the yeah. Titans down. But I just hope that he's learned a lot from an organization that's done things right. I mean, the, look at the 49ers. Look at oh, they've done things. They've done a whole well, lot of things. They've built, I mean, a, you know, they've built that thing within, right? Yeah, sure. I mean, the question is, you know, through through the draft and uh, and, and free good, agency, good signings trades. and free agencies, trades. I mean, the Christian McCaffrey trade was fantastic. Really good. This year. Really good. And he would have been somebody heavily involved in that. Yes. So that's all I'm saying. I, I, I'm I, just looking for something positive to say. He came from an organization. He's coming from an organization that is right now one of the, when you look at franchises you want to model yourself after, San Francisco's one of them. Yeah. They just and are. been there a good while. It's been so 2017. Been yes. Yeah, but I'm saying, five years. I mean, he's been there long enough. This is not like a. A quick snap thing where he was just hired last year and yeah. now you're bringing him over. Oh no, 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 he's been there for a good while. Yeah. 
All right, we'll step aside, come back. Chris Harris, not the current player in the NFL. Chris Harris from Channel 4 oh, I need here to in ch- town. Yeah. He changed my questions then. WSMV, okay. yeah. I'm so sorry, if you man. thought it was the player. Yeah. Yeah. I got through these questions up. out. Okay. So we'll, no problem. We'll, we'll stick with the Titans with him. Okay. Okay. Who's who's Chris Harris play for now? I'm not really Is sure. Is it the Broncos, Ravens? Who I believe it's it? the Broncos. Broncos, okay. Yeah. Broncos, okay. So save that. Maybe one day we will Maybe have one day. the player. Maybe one day. It's okay. To right. former player Chris Harris. Maybe we can get them both on at the same time. But we'll go TV Chris Harris. It'd be McFarlane and McFarlane versus Harris and Harris. It'd be fun. <laughs> All right, we'll come back and chat with him next. It's never a bad time to have a good time at Strike and Spare Family Fun Center. And that's exactly what WNSR Nashville Sports Radio will be doing Friday, January 20th. With not one, but two shows broadcasting live from Tusculum Lanes on Nolensville Pike. That's right. The Greg Pogan, John Burton Show from 9 to 11. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin from 2 to 4. Both shows broadcasting live from Tusculum Lanes. And you're invited to come bowl, eat, drink, and just hang out with the guys and WNSR listeners and receive a discount on bowling and food during the broadcast. That's Friday, January 20th. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show from 9 to 11. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin from 2 to 4. Two shows, one location, one station. Broadcasting live from Strike and Spare, Tusculum Lanes. Located at 5315 Nolensville Pike. Friday the 20th. On the road, on the air, and everywhere. With WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Today on Hey Culligan, reverse to reduce. Here's Bob. Hey Culligan, I love fresh water, but I got plastic bottles coming out. Whoa, Bob, you are not kidding about the bottles. But did you know Culligan's reverse osmosis and always-on drinking water systems provide fresh, clean, delicious drinking water and help reduce the equivalent of over 15 billion plastic bottles from landfills worldwide? Holy fresh, environmentally friendly drinking water. Am I right? Right, Bob. And we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test from a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. Hi, this is Joe. Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. Divorce can be complicated, especially if children are involved. If you're a father and want to protect your role in your children's lives, remember Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men with matters like these for 30 years, and we'd love to help you. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Nashville area attorneys, a partner men can count on, 810 Crescent Center Drive, Suite 160, Franklin, Tennessee, 37067. Online at CordellCordell.com. NFL Plus is here, which means no matter where you are, this is how you football. You can stream live, local, and primetime regular season games on your phone or tablet. 45-minute game replays and more. That's how you do it right there. This is the NFL for every fan. This is football freedom. This is your game on the go. Wherever you are, this is how you football. Go to plus.nfl.com slash radio and start your free trial of NFL Plus today. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it's Zach from the Afternoon Stretch. I want to invite you to T-Line Thursday, January 26th to join Bruno Reagan and myself for our live show. T-Line is located at 106 Duluth Avenue in Nashville and we will be there from 4 to 6 p.m. and you can meet Bruno and me, most importantly me, in person. Come hang out, enjoy the great food, games, and join the fun with us January 26th from 4 to 6 p.m. live from Nashville's first curling venue, T-Line Nashville. Here on the McFarland Show on this Wednesday afternoon. Hope everybody's having a great day to this point. Darren and Justin here with you. We're live at the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Don't forget, you can watch us every day on Facebook, Twitter, 
and YouTube. You can also watch our next guest. Yes, you can. Chris Harris at WSMV. That's Channel 4 here in town. He's a sports anchor, sports anchor not Chris Harris. By the way, I looked. He played for the Saints. Last played for the Saints year. last year, huh? Yeah. Okay. Played for the Saints. Chris right. Harris. I don't know if Chris Harris knows Chris Harris, who's been in the league for a long time. Um, I doubt it, but maybe he does. Chris, what's going on? <laughs> uh, just living, man. How you doing? Do you know Chris Harris, the, the current player in the league? I wish. Yeah. We need to be introduced. Yeah. <laughs> be a good contact, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What did you make of the news that came out about Rand Carthen yesterday being the next GM of the Titans? I'm just curious to see how it all works out, right? Like, as with any hire, like you read, you know what you read, and you see nothing but positives about this guy. And he's an up-and-comer and clearly has worked in a great organization that has brought in a lot of good talent over the last few years. So that's that's a, a, can only be positive, right? Well, we're about to find out. Yeah we're, yeah, we're about to find out because this team has got a lot of work. And I'm sure Rand has, you know, he knows what he's signing up for, at least – we all hope so, because this team has been left quite a bit of a mess, if we're just being honest. John Robinson has not left it in uh, good cap shape. In fact, it's in bad cap shape. And there's going to have to be a lot of tough decisions made on players, maybe that we've been talking about for many seasons in this market. Where do you think he's going to start, I guess, carving the turkey, if we're using a Thanksgiving reference when it yeah, comes to the salary cap. Yeah, that's a, as good a reference to use as any. I, the first thing, like, I would just be, love to be a fly on the wall for all of these interviews um, with Amy and the brass when this guy comes in, whoever it is, Rand or any of them, come in and say, all right, here's how you fix this. Because I just I want to know from the outside perspective what they see as the solution to the issues. Um, and so as far as what Rand sees, I, I just, I'm curious as heck to find out. Uh, and when we talk to him, that'll be the, the questions we ask him. I mean, obviously the quarterback situation with the salary situation is, is a huge thing. And then protecting the quarterback, those five guys up in front, like, it's not out of the realm of possibility that like four of those five guys are completely different next year, right? Yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. I think th- those are the two, two biggest things in addition to the, the high priced, uh, salary guys to get the cap down. So th- those those are the things that you see right off the top. All right, let's play the off-season game. Let's start at left tackle. Is Lawan back? I would think not. Yeah. Okay. I would think not. E- even you know, I've heard that people talk about reduced salary and what he come yeah. back. Well, I mean that's great and all, but how healthy has he been in the last couple of years? So even if you cut his salary, what are you getting? And you and you got to have. Here's where they are with him. Even if even if. They, they were able to work out all the financials at a much reduced rate, and he actually wanted to do that. You, you're gonna, like you just said, you're gonna trust that. So that means you have to have a backup plan sure. at left tackle, one that you could depend on, right. possibly playing a good portion of the season. So you're right. essentially paying for two guys, right? And I know you gotta have backups at every, but you know what I mean. Like you can't mm-hmm. when he misses. You know, unfortunately, sometimes it's for usually bulk of the season. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's never never a short time. That's for sure. It's never week so, yeah, seventeen, is it? No, no. <laughs> Fixing the offensive line to me is is paramount, even more so than what they're going to do with the quarterback. Just because no matter no matter who's back there, if they can't have time, any time to throw, it it doesn't matter. Yeah, Dennis Daly, right? He's gone, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, 
So I'm curious now, Dylan Radens. Mm. I know he's on a rookie contract. He's a second-round pick. Are they just going to keep him around? I mean, let me just ask you this this question about him. Is he good enough? Man, that's a really good question. <laughs> and something I don't think that we've even figured out, like if he can be a serviceable, serviceable backup or, or what. And I think that's another big question. You know, the Titans have an offensive line coach opening, too. So yes. what, what, what direction do they go there, and what does that guy see? Yeah. Because not every offensive line coach is created equal, so they're going to see talent differently. Ben Jones, is he back for another tour of duty? I, at this point, would assume not. Like, you're talking about a guy who'd never missed any games, and then he gets two concussions in the same year, plus plus his age, plus his contract situation. I, I would assume not, but we'll see. I mean, he's been the heart and soul of the offensive line for years now, and obviously Mike Rabel and everybody on the team loves him. He's been such a glue guy, but I just I, I, I'm real curious to see. I, my my first thought was I, I assume he won't be back. I'm with you. I, I it just feels like that may be it. Yeah, that I mean you don't mess it. with concussions, man. Multiple multiple ones, especially no. when you've never had them before no. at that age. Right, and that's that's the point. Right at that age, yeah. That's and you know just and seems like like you said a guy who's always been reliable. It happens twice in a season. It's like, ugh, not good. Um, well, with that being said, then, they currently have the 11th pick in the draft. They have so many needs. Yeah. Do they dare go down the offensive line rabbit hole again, or is it quarterback? <laughs> I mean, where, where do they begin to try to you know get one of these first-round picks that's actually going to contribute and stick around and be here for a long time? Like, they need yeah. another Jeffrey Simmons first round pick no you're absolutely right about that they need they need a home run first round pick because this team has not had one uh since jeffrey simmons right so i mean that's 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 absolutely what they need it'll be fascinating to see by the time we actually get to the draft so much will change right there's going to be so many salary cap changes and roster movements between now and then and then with free agency whatever ran and, and mike decide to do there like i think the team will look could look drastically different by the time we even get to the draft. So that it'll dictate exactly what they do with the draft, the decisions they make between now and then. You're out there a lot. You're around for these Mike Vrabel press conferences. Mm-hmm. So you have a chance to sit there and read his body language, and you know Mike's good days and his bad days, and certainly he's had a good, healthy dose of both when it yeah. comes to dealing with the media at the podium. Where, where do you think he is in all of this? Because uh, let me let me just say, let me just give you a little bit more on this. Like they're dangerously close, and they're getting a new guy in a GM. And I'm not saying this is the case, but they're getting dangerously close because of some salary cap issues that I've already brought up, and some picks that have been horrible. Like th- this thing may sink for a bit. And now, by the way, with you know you've already you've decided that it was the GM's fault, not your fault. You decided that it was assistant coach's fault, not your fault. Well, you know, eventually, like it's it's going to be all at the foot of the head coach. Like, where do you think he's at sitting here today? I I, I mean, it's tough to 
try to extrapolate how an individual feels. But you like, can't I, get in Mike Vrabel's head? Come on, Chris. I mean, I would love to so many times because he's so open about that stuff so many times. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are many times where he is somewhat transparent. Usually at the very – in fact, the very last press conference we had at the very end of the, of the season, he was probably more, more open and forthright than, uh, than ever. Um, so that was, that was refreshing. But uh, I, I, would, I would think that he feels like almost like a clean slate right now you know like you have a someone new coming in with new ideas let's attack this roster together figure out exactly what we what cuts we're going to make what we need to replenish and what we need to strengthen and then just go from there because like seriously the injury thing can't continue to be a lead leader like just mathematically it's not possible right one would think you wouldn't think yeah <laughs> i mean it can't keep happening like this Right. So, you and know, then just, just flu- you know, slough it off as, hey, you know, things happen in games. It's like, yeah, yeah, it keeps happening in your games though, but it's not really that. Like, I, I heard, you know, he got asked that, and I know you were there, but uh, Justin and I have talked about this on the show. Like, it's like, yeah, I know you have to say something, but at some point, if it's if we're doing it three years in a row, we're having the same discussion. Like at some point, you got to look in the mirror, right? Like you got to look in the yeah. mirror at all the people around you and their jobs and what's going on behind the scenes because it doesn't seem like this is working. Yeah, it's it's been something, and he did like in in the final press conference to wrap up the season. He did kind of touch on that and, and say that you know, yeah, we're obviously you have to look into it. We've been looking into it, and I think I don't know. At least the way that he's looking at it now, at least the way he seems uh, that he's looking at it now is. The soft tissue, personal maintenance stuff versus the in-game, like, ankle-knee stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had no bones and made no bones in talking about, yeah, we got guys who are repeat offenders. Mm-hmm. And he even called them out by name with you the did. soft tissue stuff. And he said that's got to be some personal care stuff to get yourself ready to play um, and threw that on them. So, I mean, that, that was kind of eye-opening. Um, but it's just – then it becomes a question of, well, how do you construct this roster then if you keep having repeat offenders? And then, you know, obviously in the last few years, they've had a history of drafting guys who came in with medical issues too. And you wonder if that's going to change under the new leadership. I, I don't know. Well, we should look at the 49ers as an example to see how many guys they've drafted who have, you know, injury histories. And, that, sure. you know, and that's uh, to do for another day. I wanted to ask you about – uh, bringing in bringing in players that you are familiar with. When Coach Rabel got into town, all of a sudden we started to see guys like Jonathan Joseph and Zach Cunningham and Stephen Koskowski, and then you wonder what are all these guys having? Co- they all were played with or were coached by Mike Rabel at previous stops. It just happens. It happens all the time. We're bringing in a brand new GM. I wonder. How many players from the 49ers might end up in Titan Blue next year? I mean, there's always a possibility for anything, right? Like familiarity breeds confidence. Um, mm. So that's, that could always always be a thing no matter where you go. But, you know, obviously at the end of the day, talent's talent. Wherever you find it, they're going to want it. Um, so I don't I just I, – I, I'm so curious to see what Rand's first decisions are with, with this roster because there are so many moves that need to be made right off the bat. 
you know those Trey Lance uh, rumor mills have been flying, Chris. All over, all over Twitter, man. Because, you know, people are, well, you know, he drafted Trey Lance. You know, it seems like they already have a good quarterback of the future there in San Francisco. Maybe they're done with Trey Lance. Why isn't Trey Lance just take his talents to Nashville uh, along with his new GM? It's, you know, people have got it all worked out online, all worked out. Oh, of course they do, yeah. I just, I, I don't really see that, like, is that really an upgrade from what they have right now with Ryan Candy? I, I just, I, I don't really understand why that would be a viable thing. Well, he's younger, you know, oh, the potential growth, the ceiling. Okay. So let's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about, uh, one thing I've noticed, Chris, and, I, and you, I don't know how much you've done this, but I know I have. Uh, one of the first things I did is try to, here, because of what we do for a living is, you know, we talk to the coaches and players and executives, and I was just trying to get a feel for how this uh, gentleman may interact with the media. And through a fairly good search, wasn't able to find a whole lot of Rand Carthon talking with reporters uh, in San Francisco or in L.A. or in St. Louis or basically anywhere. Uh, as a guy who covers the team and is in the room, how important is the media interaction part of this? Like, do you need to hear from the GM? I, I You know, it, it certainly helps, obviously, if you do. But uh, how much availability do you think he, he's going to need to have here to have a good rapport? Oh, I mean, is I think is he'll make himself self available when he needs to, I think. I mean, it's not a surprise that he hasn't done at least i have no idea i don't know what the scope of his uh, you said you've done some research on that i don't i don't know how much he's interacted with it. like there's been no reason for him to like you know how many times we've spoken with ryan cowden when j rob was here like yeah, maybe like, twice yeah, ever yeah so i just that that's not surprising at all um but i mean yeah he'll make himself available when he needs to like he's he's the face of the personnel um j rob was very good about that um and so that's something that we appreciated, but not not necessarily or something that we absolutely expect. So I'm sure he'll be fine. From everything that I've read, he's you know personable guy and mm-hmm. loves talking ball and all that stuff. So I, I I just expect to see whatever happens happens. Yeah. Do you expect uh, Miss Miss Amy to make an appearance at this press conference whenever Absolutely. it happens? Yeah, has to. Have to. You think she oh, has to? So no, we all agree has to. But do you believe that she actually will? Oh yeah, because it's her choice. So yeah, a- absolutely. Hmm. Well, it's her choice absolutely. to show John Robinson the door too, and we didn't hear. Yeah, but that's different though. Like th- this is bringing in someone that hey, look everybody, we're going to parade this new guy yeah, in, and this true. is what we have, and it's our new shiny object. And so yeah, I. I if she's not there, I would be more shocked than I was the day that we found out John Robinson was fired. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, I hope that you're right. Be interesting. Yeah, I hope you're right. Cause... And I wonder will she stay for questions because she's she's come before and then left like yeah. right after a statement and said, "Basically, like, opening." Oh, yeah, I'm going to leave it then... to these guys yeah. and go Titans. <laughs> I would. Yeah, I would assume it would be you know she comes up there and, and with with Ran and, and and Mike and you know she introduces. Here's a, here's our new guy and says some stuff. So yeah, I I, I expect her to be there absolutely. All right. Well, I'm just gonna remember what you said because <laughs> if she doesn't, man, I'll be like, let's find Chris Harris's face. Find Chris Harris out there. on Channel Four. I'll make, I'll make Shock sure face. If she's not there. I'll, I'll take a picture of my face. <laughs> <laughs> and look on it, send it to you. <laughs> Chris, appreciate your time. 
Thanks for coming on today. We'll talk to you down the road. Appreciate it, Chris. Yeah, anytime. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Chris Harris, Sports Anchor at WSMV Channel 4. We will absolutely remember that. <laughs> yes, we will. Like, I think he's right, but you just never know. Hey, you never know. You know, we talked to Teresa Walker a few weeks ago, who had just spoken yeah. to Miss Amy, and she made an impassioned plea to Miss Amy to please come talk to the yeah. media, and it didn't seem yeah. like... Miss Adams was, you know, interested. All right, we'll come back wide open the rest of the hour. Your phone calls are welcome. 615-844-5600. That's 844-5600. More of the McFarland Show next. Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, this is Joe Cordell. Cordell & Cordell is a firm that practices family law exclusively. We focus on only one area of the law to maximize our strength and effectiveness as advocates for clients that have everything on the line, their homes, retirement, savings, and most importantly, their children. We're the partner our clients count on. If we can be of help to you, give us a call. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Nashville area attorneys. 810 Crescent Center Drive, Suite 160, Franklin, Tennessee, 37067. Lieutenant, can you tell us what happened today? Our officers responded to a crash on I-40 westbound this morning. The driver of a pickup truck lost control of the vehicle, veered left, and went into a ditch. 911, what's your emergency? We've been in a crash. Please send someone. My fiancé is hurt. A front seat passenger was wearing a seatbelt. She survived without injury. The driver was not wearing a seatbelt and was ejected from the truck. He died at the scene. Law enforcement writes tickets to save lives. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Your exclusive national sports radio, WNSR, sky scan forecast. Today, cloudy with showers becoming likely, high 68. Cloudy and windy with showers and maybe a thunderstorm tonight, low 56. Winds gusting to 35 miles per hour. Sunshine returns for Thursday. Utilizing the resources of the Weatherbug Network on national sports radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio, WNSR. Farland Show rolling along on this Wednesday afternoon. 844-5600. Let's go to those phones. 
Tony is in Nolensville. Tony, what's up? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Uh, well, I'll be honest with you. I'm on my way back from the grocery, oh. and I won't call the name. But uh, as I went down to the cheese area, there is a new cheese out. It's called Titan Swift. Oh, it's got a lot of holes in it, guys. Oh, I see what you did there. I was like going, is he being serious or is this a fun no. fun radio joke? He's trying to tell us oh, about the new fun. blue cheese. It's a it's fun a, radio it's joke. It's a blue cheese, it's isn't it? Tony? It's a blue cheese, right? Ah. It happened to be on the cover was the GM picture. Mm. Wow. Okay. Uh, all right. I thought I'd start it off. Okay, that's fine. We welcome all jokes corny dad or good joke you know whatever whatever category they're in we welcome them just not dirty we know he's got a lot of work at him but he does thank you to be done um darren i want to talk to you a little bit more justin you chime in of course but i think darren might be more versed on this been looking at the base some baseball stuff okay and first of all austin p i don't know if you guys have seen this but the new head coach there Came from Oklahoma State. Uh, I believe his last name's Roland. Might be his first name. I can't think of it right offhand. But has rebuilt their baseball program. 27 new players, 23 of them through the portal. That's crazy. I have I have heard this. Yes. At, at Roland Fanning is his name. There you go, Coach Fanning. And he has rebuilt a baseball team through the portal. 23 players. It's crazy. Yep. Unbelievable. Huh. And uh, I just want to touch on that. And then I've got a question. Well, hold on, one second. Hold, on. Okay. Tony, hold on one second. Hold on one second. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you why this is commonplace now in, in Division One sports. Uh, we had Vince on yesterday, Vince Ferrara in Knoxville. Mm-hmm. And I asked him about signing day, which is coming up on February 1st. In fact, two weeks from today. Yeah. Right? National Signing Day. Remember when that was a big deal? Not a big deal anymore. Yeah. Vince, uh, I think he yawned. In fact, he, he literally said when it comes to national picture and more importantly, really just the Tennessee picture, it's just like, oh, no. Like literally nothing to see here. And that was the day. Like they actually owned that day, right? National right. Signing Day over the years has been – the television coverage, wall to wall, oh, the man. internet, wall you know how many high wall. schools I've been to where I watch kids put yes. on hats and it at is, nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's you know why it's it's gone? Because one, now there's an early signing period, so that that carved into it a ton. But the other thing is just the portable. Portal is now the new recruit. That's that's recruiting. Because think about it. You are you going to trust right. a 17-year-old or an 18-year-old that you haven't seen play at your level yet or somebody who's already been there, done it somewhere else? Yep. Somewhere else. And I'm going to throw a sidebar in on that. Along with the portal came the NIL. Guys, you know, I told this to my wife the other day when we were talking. You don't hear nobody being investigated for uh, being put on probation no more. Nobody. Oh, that, oh, that is that over. Word. At all, nowhere, because of the NIL now. And, I mean, so those two things go hand in hand, and it's just it's unbelievable. The other question I'm going to have for you, and this is where I'll let you all discuss it when I get off air. Uh, I hate saying this, but I've noticed in the newspaper the other day, and I've seen a couple other reports, that a 
and Tim Corbin had a fence, had a lockdown fence on middle Tennessee baseball recruits. And now I've saw, I've seen here in the last two weeks, two articles where two to four middle Tennessee players that were in the top 50 or so are now going to either Kentucky or Tennessee or the middle or somewhere. Is, is Corbin losing his grip? I'm going to get your take on that. And or is it because the other teams are emerging as good qualified contenders against the GOAT? Because I'll always call him the GOAT. We always will with what he's done. Yep. I'm going to let you all discuss it, guys. Thank okay, you Tony. for taking my call. Thank you. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. It's, a good, it's a good question, so let's do this. Let's, yeah. let's ponder it. Let's take our final break for the hour, and we'll come back and discuss. We'll do that on the other side. As you listen to the McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio. Are you tired of your current vehicle? Maybe looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? Hey guys, it's Zach. Hayes Nissan of Rivergate is the best choice for your vehicle needs. Located at 1550 Galton Pike North in Madison, Hayes Nissan of Rivergate has been serving the Middle Tennessee community for over three decades. That gives you confidence that Hayes Nissan of Rivergate can find the perfect vehicle for your lifestyle and your budget. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff will make sure you are taken care of. I should know because I've seen it firsthand. Every vehicle I purchase has been from Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, and I love the entire process. Now, I don't want you to forget about their award-winning parts and service department. It has everything you need to get you back on the road. Go visit them on the web at NissanofRivergate.com. They're open there 24-7, 365 days a year. Or give them a call at 615-865-7220. Again, that number is 615-865-7220. That's Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, where your dollar always goes farther. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Online at CordellCordell.com, 317-322-0122, 101 West Ohio Street, Suite 1250, Indianapolis, Indiana, 46204. Joseph Cordell, licensed in Missouri and Illinois only. When when was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. It's a Bill King show. In Little League football, they play it all. You can't do it in college football, Bill. You gotta come up with a bunch of computers and some BCS cockamamie scheme. My answer was yes. It's unique. Absolutely love. I go into my garage every day and make sure there are no dust particles on those BCS computers. I do that. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. 
just heard the Bill Keen promo. He's going to join us to kick off the second hour. And that is coming up here in about uh, less than 10 minutes. And you know where I'm going to start. No, I don't. Oh, yes, you do. I do? Oh, yeah, down okay. in Tuscaloosa. Well. Because there was news on the defensive side of the ball since yeah. we last spoke with Bill, because I asked the question. Now there's news coming oh, out on the offensive oh, side of the ball. All of that, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we'll get to so that. So I'll save it. I'll okay, save it. Okay, that's fine. Okay. So Tony asked this question. Tim Corbin used to own the state. Mm-hmm. Tim Corbin used to own Middle Tennessee. Do you think that he has lost his grip or is losing his grip on the state or Middle Tennessee? I think that's what Tony was asking. All right. Okay. Maybe, maybe a little, but, 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 but I, I just want to just want to pump the brakes on that for just a second. Only to say, if he is, is it really that big of a deal? And the reason I say that is because when you look at what Tim Corbin has done over the course of the last 20 years, it is hard to find a more consistent baseball, you know, coach and organization and program than the one that he's put together. Yeah, I don't, so, I don't think there is. So is it is it possible that he can lose a little grip and still maintain a certain sense of dominance? Uh, I think it is. Um, so do I think he's slipping? I, I mean, not really. I mean, it's slipping compared to what? What's slipping for him? You know, I just, I just looked up some stuff here, just trying to check myself here because I was pretty sure. Listen, 39-23 last year. That's the first time he's lost more than 20 games in three years. So is is that a failure now because he's lost 23 games for the first time in three? You know, when you're talking about Tim Corbin, you're talking about Nick Saban-esque territory where the failure is, you know, not complete dominance. And now, well, you know, there's a crack in the armor because he didn't win the national championship last year. You know how hard it is to win the national championship? That's just That's just my thought. Well, they didn't get to Omaha, and so look. Tim, I understand. Tim Corbin has built the reputation, right? He's built the bar. <laughs> so, to answer your question, when your standards are way up there, anything short of Omaha is like, wow, what happened? <laughs> so, There's so cycles, you know what I mean. Though. I understand. There's cycles. I mean, he's just in a down cycle. Yeah. Well, it's not in a down, a down cycle for his well, for him standard. Like yeah. they didn't get to. By the way. Eight teams in the country get to Omaha. Do you, do you understand? This is just to put it in perspective how difficult it is. Eight teams in the entire country get to Omaha. Okay? You have an NCAA tournament that starts out with 64 teams. Yeah. And they whittle it down to eight yeah. before you have your College World Series. Don't forget Tennessee was the number one team in the land for most of the entire season. Yes. And did not make it to Omaha. Now, ironically, his timing is pretty good on the call. I think I saw yesterday the rankings, preseason rankings came out. Tennessee is ranked number two. Vanderbilt is ranked number ten. By the way, this is going to shock no one unless you just moved here or you're listening in another market and you're not familiar with the SEC. Seven out of the top ten teams in the country are in the SEC. You mean for football? No, this would be baseball. Oh. Yeah, baseball. Mm. Again, <laughs> if you don't know, and look, a lot of people don't know the landscape of, of college baseball. 
that's not a surprise, right? Seven of the top ten teams are in the SEC. Yeah. Now, I will say this. I am pro Tim Corbin. I am a huge, huge, huge Tim Corbin fan. Hard not to be. As you will find out on the show, because we'll start having him on here real soon. Okay? Excellent. He goes about it differently than Tony Vitello. Okay. Okay? And Tony Vitello is having success. He's having recruiting success. He's having fan participation success. But they go about things totally different than Vanderbilt. And I, I'll tell you this. I've kind of gone through this in the travel ball scene, okay? There's a local team that, you know, we kind of, we've been around, like, in the same circles because we're, like, from the same area. And they've been very good over the years, and we've been very good over the years. They go about things differently than our group. Yep. We're more, I don't want to say quiet, but we're more reserved. Reserved, thank you. Thank you. They're more, let's say, loud and outspoken. Mm-hmm. When they had their games, you always knew they were playing. When we had our games, maybe it was a different feel, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't mean both didn't have the same intentions, right? Sure. We're all we're all just as competitive. Yeah. We're all trying to win. Trying to win. But we did things as a group one way. Yeah. And they did things as a group another way. And that's kind of Tim Corbin and Tony Vitello. They do things differently. Yeah. And both can work. It's also age gap. By here. the way, both can and work. Yes, of course. Yeah. But, but does that surprise you, right? No, no. There's a reason why they're going. Sure. They, they act that way with a much, much younger coach. Yeah. Dabo versus Nick Saban. Yeah. Right. He does things differently, too. Yes, he does. Okay, we'll come back. Hour number two. We'll talk with Bill Keen. We will do that next here on the McFarland Show. ABC News, I'm Tom Rivers. Ukraine's interior minister, his deputy, and another Ukrainian official have all been killed in a helicopter crash near Kiev. The chopper belonged to the emergency service and crashed near a kindergarten. At least 16 people were killed, including three children. The cause of the crash is unclear for now. New information on when those classified documents were found in President Biden's home, when they told people about it. Here's ABC's Jay O'Brien. President Biden largely staying silent on the latest batch of classified documents found in his private home, including five the White House revealed were discovered last Thursday. The administration now under fire for not disclosing that information until the weekend. I have been forthcoming from this podium. Despite being accused of violating campaign finance laws and falsifying much of his resume, newly elected New York Republican Congressman George Santos and given committee assignments. This is ABC News. Attention all business owners who rent or lease space, including storage space. Stop wasting your money paying someone else for your space. You can now save a ton of money and own your own building with unbelievable extended end-of-year sale prices from General Steel. That's right. Start saving money every month on renting space from others. Just call 888-74-STEEL to see how General Steel can help you save money. Our 50-year structural warranty buildings are custom designed for your needs and save you a ton of money. Call 888-74-STEEL. 
Take it from a successful entrepreneur. If you need to expand or start a new business, you need General Steel. Great team and the competitive pricing is the reason I went with General Steel. Call 888-74-STEEL now and you can get any of our popular quick construction structures, including a 40 by 60 foot building or a 50 by 100 clear span building. Act fast because for a limited time only, General Steel is extending its end of year savings. Call 888-74-STEEL. That's 888-7478-335. 888-74-STEEL. Located at 50 410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its growler filling station. City Slickers also also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery. And can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Call now at 615-844-5600. Now the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour, McFarland Show on this Wednesday afternoon. Hope everybody's having a great day. We're live here at the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio, as Big Voice Guy just said. Darren and Justin here with you. You can watch us live every day, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Let's bring in the man you can hear starting at 6 a.m. on these airwaves for three hours, Monday through Friday, Bill Keen. Bill, what's going on? What's up, guys? Well... Justin knows where I'm starting. I'm chomping at the bit. You go for it, sir. I'm chomping. Chomp, chomp. Now, I'm not going Florida, but I am going to go Florida with you soon. You know I brought up last week the coordinator situation. I told you my wife's family is all littered down there in Alabama, and all I hear about is them moaning and groaning about the coordinators. Well, lo and behold, since we last spoke, Pete Golding is out. He's in Oxford, Mississippi. He's now with Lane Kiffin. So let's start there. Who's who's going to be his replacement, Bill? Well, I think he was pointed in that direction, and sure. his wife and I don't know how many kids, but they live there, and so there's kind of a situation there as well. Do they live in He's Oxford. Pre- I don't know if they're in Oxford, but they're in Mississippi. Okay, I do know that. Okay, and um, anyways, so there's 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 some. Complications there, but but yes, and and Nick wants new coordinators plural, and Jeremy Pruitt is or Coach Schumann, who's at Georgia. One of those two is who they're targeting, and not sure exactly. I think I think the leader in the clubhouse, if if everything gets pacified, would be Jeremy Pruitt. How do you feel about that hire? Oh, it'd be a fantastic hire. He's a brilliant defensive mind he's a brilliant recruiter 
He's a brilliant developer, talent evaluator. Don't think he proved much as a head coach, as we, we've talked about in the past. But, but, no, and here's the other thing. There aren't many people that's ever worked around Nick that had an equal voice. Jeremy Pruitt actually is a guy that can tell Nick, you're wrong. We're not doing that. And Nick will listen. Really? Yep. That, 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 that's a very, Ooh, that's, that's a short ex- list. That's Ooh. an extinct person out in the wilderness. <laughs> that's a short list, Bill. It's a short list. Correct. Yeah, that sounds like a show that would end up on uh, Travel Channel or something. <laughs> right. Right. Um, hmm. Okay. They have a lot of Chick-fil-A's in Tuscaloosa too, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right. Jeremy's good. Okay. Because it was McDonald's, and we, we've we since learned it was Chick-fil-A, right? Mm. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was McDonald's bags. But then, I still don't I still don't know anybody. I, obviously, people were getting money, right? I, I, I still haven't had anybody tell me specifically that's true or not. Okay. I know that NCAA document, but anyway. It's funny. <laughs> it's a funny story. It, like it, it is. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm just having fun. It's not like right. that's the first time that's ever happened. It's not like yeah. we all had shock face when we learned. Okay. <laughs> so I also brought up to you about Bill O'Brien. Well, lo and behold, there's all kinds of rumors about him heading back to the NFL. And it seems like, because we, we talked about this with you last week, and you, you know, he, Nick is, doesn't like to fire coaches. He likes to and strongly encourage them to you know find another job so he doesn't have to be the bad guy right so it seems right. like maybe he's done that with both his coordinators so do you feel that that O'Brien is going to go elsewhere NFL or elsewhere let me just start there yes okay yes i, I don't i don't have a feel for where he'd go but i think he strongly is encouraged they, they want new leadership with that offense now now Nick as we know, Nick controls everything, but but they do want somebody new. Ty Simpson's probably going to be the quarterback from Jackson, Tennessee, over Jalen Milrow. So you have to marry that up, right? And, you know, the quarterbacks you're recruiting for the future, they've got two kids coming in, one Louisiana kid, one Georgia kid, in this class of 23 quarterbacks. So you have to marry all of that up and sync it up. But they kind of made – guys, they kind of – if we, if we can save this by Alabama, by Alabama style, they kind of gave up their physicality about, oh, several, four or five years ago when they decided to become totally quarterback centric and we're, we're going to stop winning these 28 to 13 games or 35 to 17. We're going to win games 48 to 28 or something mm-hmm. because you can't, you can't throw it around and also hold the other team to 10 points. It, it, you, you lose. You have to give something up. And so, see, Georgia has never given that up, okay? You don't look at Georgia and say, I think they've lost some physicality. You can say that about Alabama. Mm-hmm. Alabama has not been a tough guy running team. They've had good running backs, but I mean a tough guy running team in a while since they decide to start airing it out a lot. And I don't know if Nick wants to pull back on that a little bit because that is not what he likes to do. He's doing this begrudgingly. He just thinks this is the best route. But it's funny because Georgia, which does not have Alabama's history, but it has a really good history, they've not given up any of that. And they're not. Who? So who's going to be the next OC, in your opinion? I think that's unclear. Hmm. Um, I've heard Todd Grantham, who he likes a lot, which is not popular. You pull that up on Twitter and see the responses you get. That is not a popular 
uh, name out there. It's going to be probably a former head coach. I don't think, you know, there was that rumor a while back that Dan Mullen, I don't think anything's happening there. But it's going to be a formal, probably a former head coach. It's not going to be somebody's gunslinger, right? That, 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 that comes from the Mike Leach tree or something. Nothing wrong with that. That's just not what Nick wants to do. Did you say Todd Grantham? Yeah, uh, he, <laughs> he, Todd's been around, you know, he won been, and done. Been around. That's a nice yeah. way of putting it. Yes. He was uh, at Tulsa. That's when I first got to know him some. I mean, at Arizona State, he was at Hawaii. All the, all those ended up in a train wreck. He's considered, you know, years ago, he was kind of one of those weird kid offensive coordinators. Now, the rest of the career, he's made a fortune in all these buyouts. But he hasn't proven that he could hang on and maintain a program. And he's also a really tough guy to get along with. But, see, that's a Nick Saban kind of dude right there. That's, that's his kind of dude. I, I'm not predicting that. I'm just throwing you out a name that okay. I think is somewhat being considered. What What is this crazy story? I, I can't wait to hear this. Get your popcorn out, Justin. <laughs> what, what is this story about this Florida recruit who's decommitted and thought he was supposedly promised 13 million dollars? I mean, what in the world? Is this real? It's real. The facts are very nebulous. And it frustrates me because I don't like to look at a puzzle and see holes, but there's a lot of holes here. I'll give you the cliff notes. Jaden Rashada, California quarterback, ready one of the top five to ten quarterbacks in this class of 23, had been flirting with Florida, Miami, actually committed to Miami, and then in November of this last year flipped to Florida. December 7th, he gets a message or a communication of some sort from Florida and the collective, which says our agreement has been terminated. What we agreed on, what you're going to get, has been terminated. Now, here's where the story gets really weird. That's December 7th. Whether it was $13 million, which I, I still, and I've got reputable people tell me that number is legit, I still don't believe. Really? Anyway, they say correct. that's legit. This is not the number one recruit in the country, Bill. This no. is like a top 50 guy, isn't it? No, it, it, it is reckless at best, if true. I, I st Look, obviously he was getting stuff, and, and you're allowed to get stuff. That's where the story gets weird. But anyway, so December 7th, he gets, and we don't know what happened. We don't know if somebody in the collective saw the number and said, did you disagree to this? Are you crazy? Or it got to Florida, and, the, and Billy Napier said, you, we can't do that, even though it's your money. I don't know. Nobody knows what happened there, at least that I know of. And it's definitely not out. So anyways, December 7th, he gets communication that the contract has been uh, terminated. But he still signs on December 21st, which makes absolutely no sense. Why would you sign when your deal did not go through? You don't, I'll sign when I get the deal done. And we consummate the deal. His dad's also very involved here, which makes no sense. Uh, uh, any type of adult would say, do not sign that. Now, he's got a freebie. He'll get, he can get out of it, and that's what he's doing now. But I would have saved that freebie. You didn't need it, right? So he signed, and then two Mondays ago, it was time for everybody to start showing up for school, and he's not there. And day by day by day goes by. They say, Friday, if you don't get here, it's drop and add deadline, which means nothing. That's the silliest thing I've ever heard. But they were people were tweeting that, like that's some God, you know, 
end of the world day if you don't get that kid could show up in two weeks if if they and get in school. That that's silly. Bottom line is he's definitely not going there now. Long winded and mm. and again, guys, I showed you where the holes are in the story, but that's the story. And I just saw where he's going to visit Dion. Uh, Dion doesn't have more money than Florida, but he's going to visit Dion. He's going to visit Cal. I think he may visit Kenny Dillingham at Arizona State. He may stay out west. Is the point? He's not even a five star recruit. Nope. Is that the going price for four stars? Here, here's, guys, here's what's going on. Golly. The, the, there is a market, but nobody knows the market because the only thing we hear is lies. And I don't blame – look, if I'm if I'm somebody's agent or mm-hmm. if, if I'm trying to make money off this, I'd be lying too. Uh, yeah, $15 million over here or $12 million over here. I mean, I get it, but it's, it's, it's not true. Now – and I keep hearing people say, well, you know, we need a few more years that we can, we can determine the marketplace. You cannot determine marketplace when everything is based on a lie. So I don't know when that day's coming. Right? I, don't, I mean, no, no, Bill, I don't know when the day's coming either, but you would think there has to be a ceiling somewhere, doesn't there? Are we, are we just going to keep climbing? I mean, these, these kids are going to be making, you know, Jamie Diamond money before long just for, you know, stepping on the field. Oh, guys, we're going to hear. And there may be a deal where some kid gets crazy $15 million. I'm not saying that can't happen. I just don't believe we're there. The the rumor is, okay, now I hear this from people close, that Arch Manning's deal is four years, $21 million. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think if he's that good, he's not going to be there for a fourth year, which doesn't matter anyway. He comes from money, and he's going to make money on the next level if he's indeed what he's supposed to be, which I don't know. If he is or isn't, I've got some doubts there. But that's what the rumor is about his money. Now, I could, could Texas, I could see that. That is believable. Hmm. Boy, he's got he's got a lot to live up to. Uh, it's going to be tough for him. Jim Harbaugh did not leave. He stayed, Bill. Why? Okay, guys, <laughs> you want you want more weirdness? You know how Coach Cal and Mitch Barnhart don't speak, and they're just they're at odds. It's bad. Well. Ward Manuel, who's the AD at Michigan, former player at Michigan, former Louisiana defensive lineman. I don't remember him in recruiting. They're not speaking. Harbaugh and Manuel. I think they stopped speaking a couple of years ago when Harbaugh was not beating Ohio State. A couple of years, years ago. <laughs> hold well, on, hold on, hold on, Bill, real quick. I'm, I hate to interrupt your story. I just want to make sure I understood. The head football coach and the athletic director are not speaking? Well, let me let me tell you let me just tell you how this works. He got his money cut in half. Remember from eight million to four. Now they reinstated yes. it a year ago, and now he's back up around eight. And they're negotiating a new one, which is going to put him around nine or ten. Because Mel Tucker should not be making more money than millionaire Mel's making a hundred million bucks, right? That's his deal. Mm. And Harbaugh should make more than that, and frankly, he should make more than Ryan Day right now and James Franklin. Anyway, but that's not the point. They've been trying to negotiate, and, of course, he's been flirting. And, and I told you last year and this year, if the NFL would have offered him a job, he'd have gone, uh, meaning a head job. But that has not come. Weird tweet the other night, about three nights ago, from the president of Michigan, and the tweet was something like this. I'm paraphrasing. Just got off the phone, uh, the phone with Jim, and he's going to stay. I will contact Ward Manuel, the AD, and tell him. Swear to God. Now, that... 
I mean, are, are they speaking? I mean, if you have to, the president has to relay the message to the AD who sets his job. I assume they're not speaking. Can we get a popcorn machine in here for these weekly hits with Bill? Because I, I need like a big tub of popcorn with butter. Because I don't understand how this. How you do that? Where do you do and that guys, at? Here's the other thing. You guys, I mean, you guys know this. Once you get into a, and this could happen in, in any office setting too. But once yes. you get into, once you get into an athletic department and you've stopped speaking and there's bad blood, that don't that don't get fixed. You can't just go hug that out, right? Yeah. It's, I mean. You got two alpha males probably, and ain't either one of them going to give in. Unless you win the national championship, and then the fakeness, you can do yeah, some fake, fake photo hugs. Op. Fake, yeah. yeah, fake photo ops, fake hugs. They're, they're not even on the stage with the Big Ten title. Like, hey, we did it. You know, I mean, <laughs> you would think at some point there'd be a handshake or something. All right, Bill. Let, let me move on to my other question here. The the president of the Big Ten, speaking of that, has moved no, wait, on. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yes, sir. We'll, yes, sir. We'll do, we'll do this next time. But I just look up the story when you get a chance. There's there's a weird thing going on in Michigan. The offensive coordinator, quarterback coach, is on leave. He's getting paid, but he's not there because they are accusing him of tapping into university emails out of Schimbeckler Hall. He's from Nashville, isn't he? Look into that, Bill. Know. Bill, look into that. I think he is. Coach, Coach Weiss, but but his name is Coach Weiss. But anyways, just just I know we don't have time for that one now, but that one's very. Weird. Let's save that for the popcorn. Adam just walked in. We're gonna hit him up during the break for a popcorn machine in here. We'll Good save that for next week. I don't even. All right, all right. Listen, all right, Bill. Uh, you don't I, even know what to say. I'm, do you? I'm all derailed here. Uh, the, <laughs> The, the president of the Big Ten has moved on to the Chicago Bears. Kevin Warren. Kevin Warren. Um, you know, he has aspirations of being the NFL commissioner. A lot of people are saying at some point uh, after he's done with the Bears. How important is that job as president of the Big Ten at this point? Or are the presidents of these conferences starting to become a little bit overrated as jobs because of the introduction of things like NIL and the portal? Well, considering they are, they just a couple of months ago signed the number one TV rights deal in the history of college sports, which is going to put them up around 80, 90 million a team apiece starting in about a year or two. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a monster job. It's a very important job. Uh, you have two nuclear powers out there that stand up alone. That's the Big Ten and the SEC. And they're going to hire somebody, Gene Smith, longtime AD at Ohio State's been mentioned, Jim Phillips. ACC commissioner hmm. is now he came from Northwestern, remember? Okay. So he's, okay. he he knows that landscape. And then I've seen a few others that I'm not remembering, but those are a few that I do hear that could be uh, and, and probably some names from the NFL I might not know very well. But but those are some names. That's a very good. That's a fantastic gig, and it's a very important gig. Bill, are you ready for the, the last kaboom before? Uh... Before we yeah. end this kaboom segment, yep. Um, Matt Weiss played at Vanderbilt. Yeah, I didn't know him. His first yeah, coaching job was at Smyrna High School in my backyard. That was his first coaching job. Yeah. Right out of right out of Andy. Well, just read up on that. That is, what in the heck are you doing, cracking into other people's emails? I don't know. That sounds like something the athletic director and head coach should talk about. Yeah. (laughs) By the way, I'm I'm trying to do the timeline. I'm trying to do the timeline in my head. Was that 
I don't think this is right. I think this is pre him. Was that when Sonny Gray was there? And they were winning state titles? Or is that too is that too long ago? You didn't give the year. Oh three and oh four. Oh three and oh four. Was that like or was that right before Sonny was there? I don't think Sonny Sonny was there yet. Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's probably a little bit before Sonny, wasn't it? I'll look into it. I'll look into it. Yep. Wow. Okay, Bill. Blam. I don't know how we're going to top this one next week, but we got a week to I figure mean, it out. Oh. Thanks for doing this. Uh, there's more where that came from, guys. I'm sure there is. <laughs> All right. Thanks for doing this. We'll be listening tomorrow right. at 6. My gosh. Okay. Thanks. Bill King, 6 to 9 a.m. on this uh, on this signal, Monday through Friday. Wow. Well, no wonder he does three hours a day. To get through this stuff? I need a drink of water. This mess? I need to figure out. You know, I need to take a shower. think about some stuff here. All right. We'll come back. We're wide open the rest of the hour. 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with us. More of the McFarland Show next. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its growler filling stations. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Prescription products require an online consultation with a health care provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey, guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. At Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get a five Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now and treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville, Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. 
Hey guys, it's Zach from the Afternoon Stretch. I want to invite you to T-Line Thursday, January 26th to join Bruno Reagan and myself for our live show. T-Line is located at 106 Duluth Avenue in Nashville and we will be there from 4 to 6 p.m. and you can meet Bruno and me, most importantly me, in person. Come hang out, enjoy the great food, games, and join the fun with us January 26th from 4 to 6 p.m. live from Nashville's first curling venue, T-Line Nashville. Today has been something. Boy. Interesting stuff with Bill King. Yeah. It is. Matt Weiss played at Vanderbilt. He was a walk-on. So it's not like he was some five. Well, he wasn't a highly rated recruit. He was a walk-on. Hmm. Walk-on punter. But then, yeah, his first gig out of college was at Smyrna High School. Now, Sonny Gray... Started in 04. So he would have actually been there, but Sonny Gray would have been a freshman. So, so I don't think Sonny was starting quarterback at Smyrna in his freshman year. I'm pretty sure of it. Okay. I feel pretty good about that. He was okay. a, he was obviously a tremendous athlete and won two state titles mm-hmm. as their starting quarterback his junior and senior year. But I don't believe. But obviously he had dealings with Matt Wise, right? I'm sure Matt Wise. I'm sure, I'm sure they know each Smyrna, other. Sonny Gray probably had dealings I'm together. I'm sure they know each other. Yeah. Universe is not that big. But he eventually made it to the NFL where he spent basically the entire bulk of his career in the NFL with one team Mm -hmm. before going to Michigan. Care to guess? Just think about it. Why would Darren be asking me that? Like, how am I supposed to have 32 teams? Like, I'm not asking it because you've got a 1-32 in chance shot because that is true. But there's got to be a reason if you just connect the dots. Let's see. What NFL team would he have been with for, hmm, what was that, about seven, eight years? Oh, eight, nine years before going to Michigan? Hmm. That'd be the 49ers? 49ers. That's incorrect. Okay. Hmm. He said going to Michigan. You know, I figure Harbaugh left right. the 49ers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but you're, you're going down the right path. But I you're thought, on, you know. It's a two-lane path. You're on the wrong side I'm of the road. I'm on the wrong side of the street. <laughs> the other Harbaugh. Ah, the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> wrong makes Harbaugh. Sense. Makes sense. Yeah. So he's a family friend. Yeah. Not just a yes, not just a Jim Harbaugh. No, 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 no. no. You, you are a family friend. He spent eight, nine years on the Ravens staff. Which means he probably knew Daddy Harbaugh and, and that Jack. whole thing. Jack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I was missing missing the uh, elder Harbaugh's name for a quick second there. But Jack Harbaugh is correct. That is, yes. Weiss was the assistant coach at Smyrna High School in 2003-2004, helping to introduce a tutoring program nice. that supported student-athletes in gaining NCAA eligibility. I'm sure, he's a very nice man. Well, yeah, but he... And then, then went to the Baltimore Ravens? Well, yeah, but what he was doing in Ann Arbor 
you know, has the police involved. You know, I mean, you know, some hacking into some allegations, hacking into computers, some allegations no. allegedly. <laughs> well, he is on being, leave, so. being charged with. Well, or, figure some things you out. You know, yeah, you know, so got to anyway. figure that. Yeah, you know, yeah, wow, crazy, small world, small world. Okay, let's get back into Rand Carthen. Absolutely, and actually, I wanted you to hear. That description. Do, do, I was just of saying, do we have it? Yes, I I think we do. Devlin, do we have uh, Mr. Carthen describing his job uh, with the 49ers? Uh, this was uh, taped about uh, two to three years ago, and Devlin, we don't need the full thing because he goes into a story, but uh, just the beginning part here where he describes exactly what he is or what it is that he does. This is Rand Carthon. He is the brand new GM of the Tennessee Titans, but this is when he took his old job as the Director of Player Personnel for the San Francisco 49ers. Hey, I'm Rand Carthon, uh, Director of Pro Personnel for the San Francisco 49ers. So in pro scouting, uh, we're in charge of uh, the daily maintenance of the waiver wire, uh, which is every player that's cut and brought on the street. So we look at that and determine if those guys have a fit and a role for the Niners. Uh, we also do the week-to-week scouting reports uh, during the season called the advanced scouting reports uh, that we meet with the coaches on to help prep for our upcoming opponents. And then we also do the free agency process, the unrestricted and restricted free agents that are in the league and uh, evaluate each and every one of those players and bring them to the attention of our GM and head coach and how those guys fit as Niners. Yeah, so it's funny to uh, see how everything comes full circle. All right, so uh, play there it is. That's his job description. By the way, he played at Florida. Yes, won the uh, SEC in 2000 on with Florida, as a matter of fact. won the national championship in 2000, right? uh, Yes, I guess he did. Um, what? Is that what happened I think in 2000? So. I think so. Okay. If you say, I mean, uh, I'm not trying to say he didn't. I, I don't know. Um, I, I can't remember that right off top there with Florida. Uh, in 2000, but um, he also was uh, uh, in Indianapolis for a few years. Uh, I understand he even was on one SEC of the SEC championship. Yes, okay. SEC yeah, champion. No, okay. Yes, yeah. yeah, for sure. That okay. now I saw that on the SEC championship in Atlanta. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Well, like like most others, uh, won the SEC championship in Atlanta. Yes, that's usually how it works. That's normally yes. you know because couple... because two teams go to Atlanta yeah. and they play. And the winner is crowned yeah. the SEC. A couple teams did it in Birmingham at first, and now, now it's, it's Atlanta, Atlanta for so, the you know for yeah. the last little bit. Um, went on to the Colts, uh, and then uh, from there left football, went to the Falcons, uh, the Rams, and now he's uh, with the 49ers before he came to the Titans. So you heard the description of what he did, and again, most of it was on the professional side, not so much the college football side, but on the pro side, Search, uh, looking through the waiver wires, looking through uh, the practice uh, squad guys, uh, doing advanced scouting on the next team. The 49ers are getting ready to play. UFAs. Yeah, that kind of that mm-hmm. kind of guy. Not so much watching college football on Saturday and scouting. You know, there's a director of college uh, scouting that does that kind of thing, where I imagine his whole universe is nothing but college football in the draft. Yeah, 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 yeah. What they do is they travel around to schools. They're assigned an area, and they yeah. tra- they travel around to schools, and they, you know, they dig put, on these put kids. A, put eyes on kids. They, go, they yeah. put eyes on kids. Yeah. They go talk to all the coaches. Yeah. They go to the the good ones. Go to the police department on campus. There and you go. Find out who's been in trouble and who hasn't. How about that? You know, so I mean, the ones that are good, right? Sure. What they do, because sure. your job is to go back yeah. 
to your superiors and tell them everything. Mm-hmm. So and they know what exactly they're getting into if indeed they're going to draft they this want to draft you. And yeah. it just so happens that Mr. Carthon has been on the professional side of the building when it comes to bringing players in. Now, let's talk about some things that we got into with Chris Harris, that he's going to have some really, really tough decisions to make. Okay, All right. John Robinson did not leave this thing in good cap shape. In fact, it's in really poor cap shape, which did get me to thinking. Mm-hmm. It is interesting that nobody really bre- – like, it's like, okay, there's the fall guy. And just hear me out, okay? I'm listening. The fall guy, he's the reason, he's the bad boy, and his hand wasn't slapped. He was shown the door. Mm-hmm. So it's all John Robinson's fault. He's gone. Well, you know, there are people that their jobs are to monitor the cap and okay. put every all the numbers, crunch the numbers, and present that to the general manager and the front office folks and say, okay, if we choose to go down this road, this is what it'll cost us, this is what it'll look like, this is what it'll do to our cap. Vin Marino is that guy. He's been that guy for a long time Yeah. with the Titans now. It is interesting that no one's saying anything about Vin Marino. Now, when I say, just hear me out, I'm not either because mm-hmm. I don't know how it worked mm-hmm. because I keep going back to when we had Jim Wyatt on. Or, yeah. yes, was it Jim Jim Wyatt who talked with Amy Adams Drunk and the Oh, collaboration. Like, collaborating, right? Yes, like, yes, oh, yes, we yes. need to collaboration. She definitely wanted to get that message out. The mm-hmm. next guy now is Rand Carthen. He needs to collaborate. Mm-hmm. He needs to make sure we're all, we're all on the same page. We're all listening to each other. We're all doing things in lockstep, right? That's, that's what I took from it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And it, this goes back to Monty Ossenfort. This could go back to Ryan Calden. This could go back to Vin Marino. What I don't know is if these guys were in the room going, you know, Vin Marino's like, yeah, you know, I don't think Jadavian Clowney's a good idea. Like, it's going to put us, you know, or Julio Jones. Not a good idea because he brings a high cap number, and this is what it's going to do to our cap, and then down the road we'll have to pay the sins. Like, I don't know if Vin Marino, the guy who's in charge of the cap, was trying to talk John Robinson out of a lot of these moves and saying this would be a bad idea, this is a bad business decision. I don't know. I do know that if he was in favor of these moves, then I don't know why Vin Marino isn't getting heat either. The problem is I don't know how it worked. I didn't. I don't know that information behind the scenes. Okay. But they're in bad cap shape, and that's his job. Okay. His yeah. job is to monitor their cap situation and have every dollar accounted for down the road and currently. I mean, that's what good organizations do. They also plan down the road, like. We need to make sure that we're not in 2024 in really, really bad shape because maybe of a contract we're negotiating today, right? So I don't know if Monty Ford and Ryan Cowden were like, yeah, don't draft Caleb Farley. No, 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 no. He's got health issues. Like, mm-hmm. bad idea, John. I don't know. I don't know how all that worked behind the scenes. It is interesting that... Amy Adams Strunk wanted to get that word out there. She wanted to say that. Collaboration. Collaborating. Yeah. And it, maybe that that was her way of saying John wouldn't listen to anyone. I don't know. Don't know either. And and but but here's the thing I, I'll say about all of that, and that is we don't know, as you mentioned, if if Mr. Marino, uh, Moreno Moreno was making football related 
types of uh, advice to to John Robinson if his job is to watch the numbers, if he's essentially just an accountant and not a football advisor or scout, then, you know, his job is just to tell John Robinson, okay, if you do this, this is how this works later on. But ultimately, it's not his decision. No, it's not. It's John's. It's John's. And so it's his decision to decide whatever he's going to do, and it's the Marino's um, decision just to say, okay, if you do that, this is what happens. All right? Now, it doesn't mean it's advice. It's just facts, okay? You do this. This is where we go from here. You can do it if you want to. You're a grown man. You're the one who's general manager. Decide to do it, and then we'll see what happens on the other end. I'm telling you now it's going to look like this. Here's the other thing about it. Uh, a gentleman we both have a lot of respect for, Mr. the late great Floyd Reese. I remember, and Darren, you know this to be fact as well. Floyd had an interesting way of building the roster, and he knew, he knew that this one year coming up here, he knew the year. He was going to have to cut everybody and start all over again. He knew it. He knew it. He was very open about it. He knew I remember to, to this day when my lasting memories of uh, Floyd Reese was standing on the sideline at training camp, okay? And he would stand over there and chat yep. with the media, okay? Not on the record, but he would chat. Now, he would never talk about money, ever. But he would always talk about contract lengths, you know, health, age, all that kind of stuff. You want to insight on all that? He was down for it, okay? He knew when the thing was going to fall off the cliff. And when the hard decisions were going to be made and he was going to cut some people that were going to make a lot of people unhappy. Didn't mean it didn't stop him from doing it at the time. It didn't stop him from making the moves that he thought was best for the football team at the time. Now, I don't know if John Robinson was preparing for a cliff year, if we can call it that. Um, but the NFL goes in cycles typically. And the Rams are going through it now. They knew they loaded up. They got the chip. And they knew at some point when you sign all these people, you sign Bob Miller and Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. Yeah, that's a little bit too many people. Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford, yeah, you can't have. This isn't the NBA. You can't build a super team. Okay, you're going to fall off the, clap, the, 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 the cap cliff, as it were. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if the Titans thought, yeah, we're going to be in cap trouble. But it doesn't matter because we're going to win a Super Bowl or get real close along the way. And then if we fall off the, the cap cliff, if that's what happens, then that's what happens. Now, I don't know that to be fact. I'm just saying that I know I know that's what Mr. Reese did when he was in charge of this team, and you do too. So it wouldn't surprise me if that's what was happening here. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, we just we don't know. No. I, again, I don't know how those talks went behind the scenes. I don't know if... John was John Robinson was getting good advice and wasn't listening, or they were all in lockstep together and everybody was like, "Yeah, let's do this. Mm-hmm. This is good. Yeah, this is a good move." And then there, therefore, then no, no, that's that's incorrect. John <laughs> John took the downfall, and he, or he took the fall for all of you all getting in a room and saying this is a good idea. But I just, you know, no. I don't know. No. We don't know that, and we don't, don't know if we'll the, ever We don't know, know what the internal debate yeah. is. Don't know. Well, no, we will find out. Some, somebody will retire and get to talking, just like we know about the Devin Hester versus uh, <laughs> Lindell White debate now. <laughs> we didn't know about it at the time, but we know now. Yeah. So, you know, we can find out later. All right, we'll come back. More of the McFarland Show here on this Wednesday. 
We'll continue on on Nashville Sports Radio. It's never a bad time to have a good time at Strike and Spare Family Fun Center. And that's exactly what WNSR Nashville Sports Radio will be doing Friday, January 20th. With not one, but two shows broadcasting live from Tusculum Lanes on Nolensville Pike. That's right. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show from 9 to 11. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin from 2 to 4. Both shows broadcasting live from Tusculum Lanes. And you're invited to come bowl, eat, drink, and just hang out with the guys and WNSR listeners and receive a discount on bowling and food during the broadcast. That's Friday, January 20th. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show from 9 to 11. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin from 2 to 4. Two shows, one location, one station. Broadcasting live from Strike and Spare Tusculum Lanes. Located at 5315 Nolensville Pike. Friday the 20th. On the road, on the air, and everywhere. With WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, this is Joe Cordell. Cordell & Cordell is a firm that practices family law exclusively. We focus on only one area of the law to maximize our strength and effectiveness as advocates for clients that have everything on the line. Their homes, retirement, savings, and most importantly, their children. We're the partner our clients count on. If we can be of help to you, give us a call. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Nashville area attorneys. 810 Crescent Center Drive, Suite 160, Franklin, Tennessee, 37067. NFL Plus is here, which means no matter where you are, this is how you football. You can stream live, local, and primetime regular season games on your phone or tablet. 45-minute game replays and more. That's how you do it right there. This is the NFL for everything. This is football freedom. This is your game on the go. Wherever you are, this is how you football. Go to plus.nfl.com slash radio and start your free trial of NFL Plus today. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it's Zach from the Afternoon Stretch. I want to invite you to T-Line Thursday, January 26th to join Bruno Reagan and myself for our live show. T-Line is located at 106 Duluth Avenue in Nashville and we will be there from 4 to 6 p.m. and you can meet Bruno and me, most importantly me, in person. Come hang out, enjoy the great food, games, and join the fun with us January 26th from 4 to 6 p.m. live from Nashville's first curling venue, T-Line Nashville. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred is how you can get in touch with us. Stephen A. Smith has apologized for his Rihanna and Beyonce comments. What? I need to be more careful. What? How do you know what he said? Even, He's already issued an apology. Know, I don't even know. Man, whatever, man. Whatever, Steve. I don't even know. I, I gave her credit. Appreciate you, man. Why did I do that? I immediately regret this decision. To say that, to bring that up. Okay. Eight four four fifty six hundred. Let's go down to Columbia. Nate is standing by. Nate, what's up? What's up, guys? Um, last night's Preds win. You know, it was it was it was fun in the moment, but 
when you listen to the post game show, you're like, what is happening to this team? And I mean, you can see it when you're watching. They come out guns and blazing in the first period, and then each period they seem to drop off. I, I I've been listening to a bunch of different podcasts and about the Preds and Hines and Poyle and all of this. And it really, it, it makes me mad. To, okay. to me, Tell Hines, us why. To, to, to me, Hines is almost taking out the word I in team. Yes, there is no I in team, but I has skills. Utilize those individual skills to better the team. Do not try to change a player, i.e. Ellie Tolvanen, to fit whatever kind of thing you're running because obviously that doesn't always work. It, I, I just, I really hope that Hines is not here when Afanasiev starts playing in the NHL, if he ever gets a chance to. Oh, I think because he, I think he I will. Just, I hope so. I, I, well, I mean, you, you just never know. Yeah, you know. So that, I mean, that's why, I, that's why I always say, you know, sure. if. But it, it doesn't, and it, it, I may be going too far saying this, but I really feel like David Poyle lied to all the fans, saying that Hines is a great developmental coach. Because he really, like we've said before, he, he hasn't had a great track record of being a great developmental coach. Uh, Taylor Hall for the Devils, his breakout season was the year after Hines got fired. So, I mean, it's it's infuriating to me. Are you sure about that? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I was just saying, I, I think Hines was the coach. <laughs> I think Hines was the coach in New Jersey. Wait, what, with wait Taylor when Hall. he had the breakout season? Yeah. I was saying, are you? Oh, I thought I thought you were saying, um, are you sure you're uh, infuriated with all of this? I mistook your question. Oh no, 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 no! I'm saying, what wasn't the 2017-18 season the the breakout Taylor Hall year, and they went to that's the the time they went they lost in the first round in the playoffs. Wasn't that the Taylor Hall crazy went nuts season? I mean, I, I, I could be wrong. I can't remember exactly, but I, for some reason, I thought it was after. Um, but I mean, I, I just don't have, I mean, you, you might be able to go to the, um, what was it where the, is it the international teams or something like the U.S., Canada, Finland? They yeah, 20, that was the season. In a lot of those. Nate, that was the season. It was 20. 17-2018, he had 39 goals, 54 assists, 93 okay, yeah, points. So that, John Hines was absolutely the coach. That was his third I, season I in New Jersey. I don't know. It just it just seems like like a lot of people say he gets in the or players get in the doghouse and they almost can never get out with Hines. Well, look, the Ellie no Tolkien matter. thing right now it's still very. Very early, but it doesn't look good. It's just not. It's not a good look. He he played in 13 games this year with the Preds, and he had two goals and two assists, four points. 
He's played in 10 games, bringing... 10 games with Seattle, and he has five goals. So he has more than double goals, two assists, seven points. I mean, it, it just, that, that, it's not a good look. Is that, like, outrage? I mean, I don't know outrage. It's a very small sample yeah. size, but, you know, I, it, it doesn't look good so far. Right now he's having more success in Seattle than he did here in a short amount of time. Yeah, and I get that it's a small sample size. My other thing is that I thought they were going to be, I guess, showcasing a lot more of the um, younger guys. Yes, I understand we have older guys with the contracts and everything, but, I mean, there's some guys that you would think you would bring up, like Tomasino, because, I mean, what you can only get seasoned so much in the AHL, and you really don't get the NHL, um, I guess, seasoning without, obviously, the experience. Well, let me just and say this, it, Nate. You, you have been a longtime fan, okay? Mm-hmm. You're, you're a young guy, and you've been a longtime fan. And I know your feelings. It's, it's very clear that you're frustrated, and, and rightfully so. You go to a lot of games. You've invested a lot of time and money over the years with the Predators, and you're frustrated. And I, I get it. And you're allowed to be frustrated, and you always have that platform on the show. This is what I can tell you. This is what I can tell you I feel pretty good about. Okay? And I don't, I don't have this from anywhere. This is just me reading the room. I've been around the franchise since day one. All I can tell you is if this just kind of plays out the way that it's been trending, okay, this entire season, and they either don't make the playoffs or they're one and done, and it's the same old, same old, there's, I I just, I feel pretty confident. Like, there's a lot of smart people over there, and there's a lot of loyal people over there, and I'm okay with with both of that. But the change, you know, changes will happen. Like, you, you won't be able to trot out the same groups of everybody, same groups of people, and just say, hey, trust us. No, no. Seriously, Preds fans, this is the year it all changes. Like, they just won't. Okay? I, I, prom- I feel very good about that. Again, I don't have that from anywhere. I'm just I, – I can read that room over there. I've been around them since day one. I, by the way, I was, I was one of the very, very, very few people – in this market that told you the entire season what was Pecorino going to do when nobody else was saying it? What did I say? I know you know the answer. He was going to retire. Wait, that's not... No, oh, uh, he was yeah, going to well, retire. That was the, that was the first, sorry, that was the first one that I thought of, and I was like, that's too obvious. Yeah, and no one else would say it. No one else was like, yeah, he's going to come back here. And I told you, not because Pekka told me, not because somebody in the organization had told me. Just, I was reading the room. I've been around Pekka the whole time. I can read. I'm just trying to read a room, and I don't. I don't have this information. I'm just telling you, Nate. And I'm not rooting for this to happen, so you can be satisfied. I'm just saying, if it plays out, there's no way, and you know what, they're going to trot back the same people and say, no, no, seriously, this is the year it all changes. Okay, they just won't. Changes will be made. Now, and I'll just leave it at that. Well, let me leave y'all on this light note here. Today, January 18th, 2023, I'm a man. I'm 30. Happy birthday, <laughs> Nate. 30 I know it's not years the exact old. Quote. 
I know it's not the exact quote. Not exact, no, but you but know, we, it, we got it, the it works, gist, man. It works, man. Yeah, just grow a mullet. <laughs> Mike Gundy would be proud. Yeah, go grow a mullet. All right, Nate. Appreciate Y'all the phone a good call. One. Yep. We'll step away for the final time. Come back. Mike and Melrose will get to you on the other side. More of the McFarland Show next. Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. Are you tired of your current vehicle? Maybe looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? Hey guys, it's Zach. Hayes Nissan of Rivergate is the best choice for your vehicle needs. Located at 1550 Galton Pike North in Madison, Hayes Nissan of Rivergate has been serving the Middle Tennessee community for over three decades. That gives you confidence that Hayes Nissan of Rivergate can find the perfect vehicle for your lifestyle and your budget. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff will make sure you are taken care of. I should know because I've seen it firsthand. Every vehicle I purchase has been from Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, and I love the entire process. Now, I don't want you to forget about their award-winning parts and service department. It has everything you need to get you back on the road. Go visit them on the web at NissanofRivergate.com. They're open there 24-7, 365 days a year. Or give them a call at 615-865-7220. Again, that number is 615-865-7220. That's Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, where your dollar always goes farther. Lieutenant, can you tell us what happened today? Our officers responded to a crash on I-40 westbound this morning. The driver of a pickup truck lost control of the vehicle, veered left, and went into a ditch. 911, what's your emergency? We've been in a crash. Please send someone. My fiancé is hurt. A front seat passenger was wearing a seatbelt. She survived without injury. The driver was not wearing a seatbelt and was ejected from the truck. He died at the scene. Law enforcement writes tickets to save lives. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagans. I have not met you, Andrew, but I'd love to meet you someday. Yes, sir. What story do you want to tell him, Clay? You, oh, about how you got ejected? Well, just how passionate of a Vanderbilt fan I am. He's so passionate that he is not able to attend games. Is that fair, Clay? That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> the Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. <laughs> Back to the phones we go before we get out of here. Let's go over to Melrose. Mike is standing by. What's up? Good afternoon. I'll go real quick. Uh, looking forward to seeing you guys Friday at Tuscan Lane. All right. Yeah, we're right. excited. As far as uh, Sonny Gray, he finished Smyrna, I believe, in 08. I, I remember I actually gave him a ride to a, after a Garth Brooks concert in 11, and he told me, we're going to Omaha. I'll always remember that. And uh, well, He was right. Corbin, <laughs> as far as Corbin... He's not losing the grip on recruiting. I mean, for one, you can't get everybody. For two, some of them are not a good fit academically or athletically. 
And number three, he recruits the best players from all over the country. Yeah, be and, all right. and lose it. Well, no, don't hope. I hope you didn't take that. That that was what we were saying. That's not what we were saying at all. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. But he loses a lot of recruits, gifted. by the way, to the MLB draft. So they never even step foot on campus. How about that? True. That, that we happens always, too. We, we're not going to be as good a hitting team this year, but we got some stud pitchers. Anchor down. Yep. Uh, look, I'm, I'm not counting out Tim Corbin. Are you kidding? Heck no. In fact, my hope. Man, am I hoping for this. We're going to end our baseball season this spring mm-hmm. in Omaha. We're going to the Slump Busters Tournament. It's all around the College World Series. Okay. My hope is that Vanderbilt and Tennessee are both out there. Like, how cool would that That'd be? That'd be fun. Because we get to play in a tournament out there, a really cool tournament out there, and attend games. And I think it would be super cool if Vanderbilt and Tennessee were out there in Omaha. That would be very fun. Uh, fun for the kids, fun for fun for everybody. Yep. Uh, they were both able to get there, so uh, you know we're a long way from there. But you know, because we it's got families that are Vanderbilt fans, families that are Tennessee fans. So yeah, that would be really cool. Everybody would be happy. Yeah, they would be. No, that would be very very special. Uh, speaking of Tennessee, quickly the college basketball scene. Tennessee gets the win last night over Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Vanderbilt. Not so much. No. They fall to Alabama. Watched them both. Ziegler, nice bounce back. Really big game from him. Yeah. Big game. Nice bounce back. Tough day on Saturday against Kentucky. He bounced back nicely in Starkville. And, yeah, Vanderbilt, good crowd looked like at Memorial Gym. Decent. It did. Yeah. Not bad at all. Um, and I know we, we talked about the students are back. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Man, that Alabama team is so good. Yeah. Uh, by the way, how about Brandon Miller? He's very good, huh? Yeah, he is. He's very good. Was that Antioch, Kane Ridge kid? To be honest, I don't remember. Yeah, it's, it's I think so. Antioch, or I, I think it's Cambridge. Yeah, he's that dude's freaking good. <laughs> this show's pretty good, and we appreciate your participation. Yes, we do. We'll be back tomorrow starting at 2 o'clock. Have a great rest of your day. Stay tuned. Afternoon Stretch is next.